Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Wednesday, March 3rd. In the race to a more electric future, add Volvo to the litany of brands focused on going all-electric within a decade. Yesterday, the brand announced that its entire car lineup will be fully electric by 2030, joining a growing number of car makers planning to phase out fossil fuel engines by the end of this decade. It's an ambitious step the Swedish brand is taking, and it wants to bring its American dealer partners along for the transition. That's going to require a massive switch to a different model. And Volvo's model is changing. Yesterday, in addition to announcing the launch of its new C40 BEV, Volvo said the vehicle will be sold online only for a fixed no-haggle price, which will include service, roadside assistance, and insurance. So how does Volvo see the role of the dealer changing in the online-only retail model? And why bundle service, roadside assistance, and insurance in the sales price? To talk about the changes at Volvo... Announced Tuesday, we've reached Volvo's North American boss, Anders Gustafsson, in New York City. Anders, it is great to talk to you again. How are you today? Fine, thank you, and thank you very much for, for the invitation. Of course. Tell, tell us a little bit about your, your big news. Uh, you've obviously launched the C40, but you have a lot of other news around that. Uh, start off by, by sharing some of that with our audience, uh, if you could. Yeah, it's a big day. First of all, we launched our second uh, full bed, the, the C40. It's a compact crossover, a beautiful car, of course. Uh, and I think the consumers will, will enjoy the new uh, technology. But also we have shared our visions uh, and targets with our company. Uh, we have shared this with our partners before. So this is not a new thing for the, for the U.S. retailers. But um, we have a quite significant uh, target on 50% of our volume 2025. Uh, it's going to be full electric. And today we announced our 2030 uh, target that we will sell uh, only uh, beds purely electric from 2030. And that was a kind of a, one of the biggest announcement that was um, executed from, uh, from the headquarters. There's so much talk, Anders, uh, around the industry right now about that switch to battery electric vehicles. And, and of course, the, the headlines of late have been around other manufacturers doing the same thing. Tell me about the consumer piece. How do you bring consumers along on this journey with you? Yeah, I would say, you know, if we look at the, the interest of the consumers, you know, if you and I had this conversation one year ago or two years ago, the tonality would probably be totally different. I think it has changed very, very, very fast. I think uh, we are not the only one that is uh, going after these numbers. I think we are one out of uh, others, but we are a little bit faster and plan a little bit faster than our competitors. Um the kind of the number one question right now, uh, and that's the same six months ago, is of course range, uh, and and also charging capabilities. And we know that this will go much much faster in US. Uh, I'm 100 convinced that the upcoming five years you are going to get solutions that we need, uh, and that's the reason why we are so distinct with our targets. 
And answer your question in the best way. Uh, the best way is to to um, make sure that our customers can test drive and enjoy our products, and then I think we will handle the rest. You also made some a little bit of news as well, talking about the fact that you'll go to an online only sales model for these for those BEVs. Um, also, fixed pricing with service, roadside assistance, warranty, and insurance rolled into the sticker price. Tell me some of the thinking behind that. So, first of all, you know, I've been in the U.S. Uh, three and a half years, so I'm, I'm very, very educated about the, uh, the U.S. market. And uh, you and I, we have discussed that before. So, this is something that we will do together with our partners, uh, 100%. We have informed our partners about this over the last year. Uh, and of course, it's still questions exactly how we're going to 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 work and and kind of structure our systems. But the whole idea is to uh, be running a state of the art digitalization together with our partners. Uh, they will sell the cars as much as we will do it together with them online. And as you know, the, the legal system in U.S. we are not allowed to sell cars direct. So this is something that needs to be handled together with our partners. Um, we will do our part uh, of this transformation, and that is to invest in the digital tools that you need to have. But also, we need to change our own business model based on uh, how much we push. We need to have a higher demand than, than capacity. We need to work with a, a, a stock structure that can support the dealers and the customers' needs. You know, here in the U.S., they would like to pick up the cars uh, a couple of days after they have ordered it. Um, and all of those things, that is our responsibility to support our partners um, in, with that strategy. So we have a couple of years to, to practice. Uh, we start model year 22. Uh, with the XC40, BEV, and the C40. And then we will find our way together with our partners and make sure we have a success. Why go the route of bundling uh, service and roadside assistance and insurance into the sales price? I would say, it's, first of all, the, the, the customer can opt out of the services that they don't want. Uh, but our offer is going to be so strong so I really think that the take rate will be very, very high. Uh, the word bundle, you know, uh, you're not allowed to use that uh, in U.S. So this is an offer structure that is going to be extremely convenient for the, the consumer and also convenient for our partners because they are going to get uh, a bigger part of the revenue stream guaranteed in, in our business model. So I don't think it's a major change from a relationship with our partners, but of course, from the consumer point of view, it's going to be easier, it's going to be seamless, uh, and uh, a great offer. This is a competitive uh, segment and, and a competitive um, product to sell, and I think everyone knows that. Was there research that supported that consumers were interested in going with that route, the, the combining of the offers, as you say? Yeah. I would say we need to kind of, first of all, we talk about only the electric cars. The, the combustions and the PFs will be handled in the way that we handle our, our operation right now. And when I talk to our partners about this, it, it, this is a kind of a, it's a 2030 target. We are planning for 100% growth in U.S., exactly in line with the growth that we have delivered um, the last five years. 
had a 17% growth uh, now in February. The numbers were, were announced a couple of minutes ago. So when you look at the numbers and the growth agenda we have, we are going to have the two solutions the upcoming years. And then we will practice and train. And then we are very, very convinced that it's better to grow in a segment that is growing than invest in a segment that is going the opposite direction, and that is combustion engines. We'll hear more from Volvo's North American boss, Anders Gustafsson, after this message. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online, but you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every three minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory, sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. Volvo also plans to simplify its product portfolio, cutting less popular trim trims or packages. How much smaller will the, will the portfolio be going forward? Uh, first of all, the, the, the only way to deliver a tremendous growth, that is to have the right product. You know, it's no easy way and magic solution to that. So we're going to launch new products every year that will support our growth strategy. That needs to be very, very clear. Um, all the other kind of activities that we, we, we work with, uh, first of all, the consumer, they decide. But now we have decided to, to go a little bit faster. And I, I think we, this, this country is not, a, it's not a country, it's a continent. We know that electrification is going to be a zip code approach. Uh, it's also supported with uh, the local state's behavior around how much they will support this kind of a turnaround of this business. So um, you know me, uh, this is very logical. We take steps by step and we're going to learn so much. But I need to once again emphasize that this is something we do together with our partners. Uh, but we need to do our part to simplify. And simplification, you know, right now we have 1.6 million different versions uh, in our product portfolio. And that is not smart. It's very, very complicated for the manufacturing structure. And also we know that dealers, they are, they are uh, sweat, you know, switch cars with each other. They, they are switch cars with each other. That is a very, very costly approach. Um, so we need to do a good job to really make sure we have the most beautiful cars in our portfolio with the specifications that customers are asking for. And that is a big job to do that. And we are not 100% there. We will learn and we take this in steps. Let's talk a little bit about the crossover coupe. 
the the C forty. Um, where's where does the model fit into the market, and um, maybe your expectations for sales? Yeah, you know, I share that the growth number with you, the one hundred percent, and that is kind of a the base for our dealers' investment, and and we have show them our product portfolio the upcoming years, and that will of course help. Um, as you know, Volvo Cars is going through a design turnaround too, and and based on our legacy of safety, we will always build on that. But also, our designs are getting better and better and better, if I use that word. And this is a very very beautiful car. I know that in the U.S. we don't use the word coupe, and we shouldn't use it, but it is a beautiful car, and um, that helps. Uh, and this is one ingredient to deliver the growth agenda that we have talked about. And also, we need to attract new customers to our brand. The current ones are extremely loyal, but um, we need to make our competitors nervous. That's a good way to say it, make our competitors nervous. <laughs> what have you learned throughout the course of the last 12 months? You and I were talking a little bit before the start of this of this broadcast about um, how the COVID situation has has made you more efficient. You're able to, uh, you know, work at a different uh, pace than you were before. But tell us what 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 you've really taken from COVID over the last 11, 12 months. First of all, is how much I love my family. That's my first answer. Um, and also that uh, to run a company in the middle of this pandemic, uh, in the beginning tough, but now it's the new normal. So it's very, very easy. We have been extremely successful. And the reason why we are successful is empowerment. Uh, Empower people to take decisions, empower the three regions in US, and also empower our partners. And uh, we need to trust them. Uh, Of course, we provided them with tools to act in line with our values, but every single dealer in US, they have done their job. And and we have not tried to, to complicate things, to change systems or margins or whatever and 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 sales forecast it's i think 100 focus on on selling as much as we can in a profitable way and then it's my job to get the right products to us at the right time to the right price and then you have success and that's the medicine how, how do you think the pandemic has changed um your approach to business and, and just understanding that dealers, of course, have, have moved rapidly into the digital space now, but so have consumers. But how, is it, how has it changed your own, um, I guess, uh, thinking of, of where the retail model will be going forward and uh, along with um, the, the OEM's place in that model? I don't think it's so much drama around. I think you, we, we should listen to the, the strategies more than uh, trying to chop it into pieces and talk about things that we are afraid of because it's a change. I think the, the pandemic have learned us that change is good, uh, but we need to understand why and we need to have an alignment around the different ways that we will handle the market. First of all, the consumers decide. And I think all of us have been through the pandemic of buying how you order food and, and how you, you shop over Christmas and and so on. And I need to secure my marriage too. And 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 I have learned that you need to to trust uh, uh, the company that you would like to buy a service from. And that's really what we are working with. Is is the trust that it is transparent. We do it together with our with our partners. 
And I think that's the medicine for the future. And then the other, you know, technology, who is owning what, and if we are going to control all the information, you know, from the bottom of my heart, this is not about controlling. This is to to be use every single dollar in a smart way. Uh, dealers need to reduce their selling cost and admin cost because that's just uh, the, the industry screaming for that change. And we need to help them. So all the information that we have uh, from the technology point of view, from the car, everything that is legally we can share, we should share. How they can plan their, their after-sales and customer service business that's, that's struggling a little bit right now based on less mileage on cars. It's our job to help our dealers to sell that value to their customers that is driving our products. Finally, uh, you and I have known each other since I think the day that you arrived on the continent and you admitted then that you needed to learn uh, a bit about the, the North American industry and, and the American market uh, specifically. What do you feel you've learned in that time? First of all, I learned that I love this country. That's the reason why I have signed a, a new contract with the company, so I will stay uh, two years more and, and uh, I will utilize the knowledge. The power of of, of the network and the power of, of you know, the culture we have uh, with a winning team, hardworking partners, willing to invest, and also that it takes time to build trust. Uh, I think we have that trust. It's not connected to me as a person. It should be connected to the brand. And that's the reason why these strategy sessions where we inform about what we look at 2025 and 2030, we need to do that together. And I think your questions is really in line with the questions that the retailers ask me every time I meet them. But I can promise you they ask the questions with respect and a big heart. And they know that we do this because we would like to do a good job. And uh, that's my kind of take out after three and a half years. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. It's good to catch up with you. And I hope to see you soon, Anders. Thank you. The same. I will come up and visit you. And you, you're always welcome to our new office in, uh, in Malva, New Jersey. We reached Anders Gustafsson in New York City, and that's Daily Drive for Wednesday, March 3rd. For breaking news, go to autonews.com, and for a library of more than 250 interviews, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Thursday.